Hey, welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Tim Page Bonnerf. And recently, you know what? The United States president declared the pandemic is over. <laughs> we here at Safe Start should have made a call to Washington. You know, we've experienced tremendous growth and thus we've had pretty good indications that, you know, everyone was kind of back to work. So to be candid, we had more business than we could handle. I think that's a great problem to have at any time. So we've added to our family and to handle the growing demands of our consulting team. So it is my honor to introduce to you today, Mr. Jeremy Hyde. Jeremy, welcome hey. to the podcast. Thank you, Tim. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. It's a, it's a problem that has benefited me greatly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for that. I, I have to tell you, uh, Jeremy, just to introduce him a little bit here, is a safety professional. He's got about 24 years of experience in multiple disciplines, including construction and manufacturing. He's also got a decade of experience in human factors. His expertise includes safety technology, hazard and risk analysis, um, operations management. He's also done a lot of industrial safety in terms of process and continuous improvement. His education is with a Bachelor of Arts degree in sociology from the University of Calgary and a health, safety, and environmental certificate from also the University of Calgary in continuing education. So, Jeremy, I know your background, but for our listeners' benefit, tell us about the path you took to join our team. Yeah, it's it's actually been a long time coming, Tim. So, my first exposure to Safe Start was way back in 2007. And uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a great time, though. We, uh, we, we walked out of that experience uh, knowing the concepts, understanding the concepts, excited about them enough to try and take them home and share them with, with friends and family already. You know, um, it was a big deal for us. And uh, we went on using that for uh, years following. And, and then about 2013, uh, my boss at the time asked me if I would be uh, willing to become a Safe Start trainer. So I jumped at the opportunity and um, ended up by going to a public workshop in Seattle. And yeah, we had, we had an awesome time. I was uh, absolutely sold on on things right away, you know, uh, to the point that I came back and, and had uh, an amazing series of implementations of about 12 different facilities across Canada and uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, so into Seattle and uh, and uh, parts of Oregon as well, and uh, yeah, like it was it was a great experience. You know, uh, did that for uh, ten years, about uh, nine years actually, specifically, and uh, and then um, got the call and 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 ba- basically got my dream job. <laughs> uh, dream job, I, you could say that again. I'll tell you what, I cannot believe Seattle was nine years ago. I just I'm just flabbergasted at the time. Um, it was in the beautiful Hilton, and I'll never forget That's it right. because yeah. conversation that my friend Jack and I had. You know, Jack Jackson. He probably was the Absolutely. one that coached you up. Um, he anyway, was, yes, exactly. <laughs> Jack, great guy. Um, so, what do you think is unique about Safe Start, or actually, what do you love about the process? Uh, frankly, Tim, you know, it, it, for me, it's it's all about getting to the root of the issue or the the root of the problem. And you know, like you said, I, I, I was a health, health and safety professional for many years. And in those many years, I experienced a lot of investigations and, and that cycle of, of basically trying to find the root of the, the problem uh, and, and putting things in place to, to ensure that the incident doesn't happen again. But essentially then seeing it happen again a certain few months later, because we ultimately did actually get to the root of the issue. And, you know, I, I think 
the, the rules are all well and good. We, we of course need rules, um, but they truly don't keep us safe, right? It's, it's our, our choices that keep us safe and our, and our options are, uh, our choices to, to follow or not follow those rules. Right. And so that, that's to me what, what, what has mattered the most about safe start and, uh, the, the message that it sends, you know, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of rules that are out there. Um, and let's just give Kevin credit because he used to tell me a long time ago, rules and policies and procedures are great. They don't necessarily motivate the people, though. And unfortunately, with policies and rules and procedures, what you end up saying to people is that, um, hmm, I'm going to take the looking and thinking away from you because, you know, what, quite, quite frankly, you should have a rule to follow. And yeah, Absolutely. I totally get it. I, I totally get it. I, I, I just got to say. It's made an impact on me in that regard. And I used to skeptically talk to Larry about, hey, you know, policies and procedures are written in blood and that's, the, you know, that's the way things should be. And, um, and Larry would always retort, <laughs> do they do common sense things like that? Or is common sense through policy and procedure common practice? Do you still find people taking shortcuts? And yeah, you know, coming back to your point, it, it does make sense. All right. So what's the most important part of your life that Safeguard has made a major impact on? It's actually really had like a, you know, I was kind of thinking of this, it has about three different things that it's done for me. So it, it's personally changed how I manage my own safety. Uh, I can't tell you the number of times that I've used one of the critical error reduction techniques to, to, to actively solve an issue for myself, whether that was safety related or, or in, in another uh, uh another way right whether it was quality or performance it really matters for me in, in that respect as well so um not only that it's changed my career obviously as well that's a huge one you know like uh giving me a a, a a new way of looking at safety uh from a professional standpoint you know like i said i was stuck in that cycle of reaction in investigations for many years and to be honest with you that can be really depressing uh, especially for really serious incidents, you know, um, and, and, and you know, when you, you put all that effort into something and you don't see any big results coming from it, uh, it, it really is a bummer, you know? And so now we're moving on to something much more positive and proactive and, and, and that makes a huge difference. And then finally, the last thing that it's done for me is it's given me a really cool language to speak to, to my family about safety, you know, like, uh, we, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. They they obviously mock me and uh, and they, they laugh at the, the 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 attempts I make to to bring the concepts out to them. But the fact that they know them, even if they are saying them back to me mockingly, I know that they know them, right? So they're thinking about them, and that's what matters, you know. That's funny that you say that because you know how many times have you trained some of your employees that you've trained before, and when they walk out the room and somebody hits their head, uh, their elbow or their shoulder on the door jam, and somebody pokes them in the side and says, "Hey, man, eyes on task, mind on task," and you kind of you feel that joke, but it's good and bad, even though there's some shame involved. But it's still, it, it kind of reinforces the principle as you're walking out the door. So. I'm glad your family razzes you because my family razzes me too. They feel like, oh, you're the safe start king, or and, then they, <laughs> and they come they come back to you with the uh, you know the mistakes, and that just kind of points out that we're all still human, right? Yeah. From being human to one human to the next, even though you're new to our team, I, I even though I mentioned it kind of in the introduction too, you're not exactly new to safe start. So tell me, what's the most exciting thing you've actually seen? during your journey of safe start 
Absolutely, yeah. So not long after the uh, Seattle Public Workshop in uh, in 2013, um, I started my implementations in Western Canada. And one of those sites was in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, and it was a relatively small shop of about a, a dozen people. And uh, one of the individuals in the shop was was a millwright, and he was also the union leader for uh, for the site. And, you know, he sat at the back of the room and his arms were crossed and uh, he just had like a scowl on his face. And, um, I, I, you know, we, we, I engaged him and, and, and worked with him all throughout the, 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 the process. But it was amazing to see how he changed throughout the, those several days that we implemented. He, he grew into somebody that wanted to have the discussions, that wanted to make the contributions to the class. And then not only that, he was the fellow that I think it was about seven or eight years after the fact um, asked for it to come back again, you know? So here we had somebody who didn't want to be there, had, no interest in, in contributing uh, on day one. And, and by the end of the process or the implementation was a large contributor to it, really, uh, really keen. And then he was the guy that, that brings it back after all those years as well. So very cool. Seeing union leaders like that step up, I tell you, when you when you get a chance to, I'd say the word conversion actually steps up to, to the front part of my mind here, but... right. If they're back in the back of the room, it's easy to perceive or stereotype that, oh, my God, they just don't want to be here. As a matter of fact, they probably came in to kind of sign the roster and just go. But you you work with a person like this, and I, 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 I have a tendency to think that it's has happened in my experience, too. And you'll experience this more and more. Those folks that sit in the back of the room, you know, we fondly call them the back row Baptists. When they get into the room, that's what they just want to be left alone, just cross their arms. Sometimes they'll put their sunglasses on. But if you can convert them they become your biggest advocate absolutely a lot of that resonates and a lot of that rests on the laurels of the facilitator so kudos to you for being able to do that it's not always an easy thing to do for a for a trainer and it doesn't matter you know go ahead you make a good point it doesn't matter what kind of things you're training but go ahead no, yeah, like it, it, I, I try to think that it, in that particular case, it wasn't so much me; it was the concepts, you know. Like, uh, at least I, I, I think it was, you know. I, I think obviously something as as well presented, it's gonna it's gonna come across better. It's gonna be more easily absorbed for the audience, that sort of thing. But to me, at least, watching this fellow and, and his engagement throughout the week, it was the concepts that got him, you know. And and you know, yeah, maybe I delivered them cleanly. I hope I did. Uh, but I truly do believe it was it was him just understanding the the process. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's just chalk it up to a combination of both: great facilitation <laughs> skills and a great set of concepts. And put those two together, it becomes very powerful. So, kudos to you. I like that. Yeah, I like so, that. Uh, Jeremy, thank you for doing this today. It's always a great honor to welcome in a new teammate. So, I want you to tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. I can be reached at jeremy at safestart.com. Probably the easiest email address I've ever had. That's once again, jeremy at safestart.com. Yes, and that's Juliet Echo Romeo Echo Mike Yankee. Uh, To each of our listeners, um, I want to say thank you so much for spending some time with us. On behalf of Jeremy and the entire team here at Safe Talk with Safe Start, I'm Tim Page Botter. And until next time, keep working on those safety-related habits. We'll see you down the road.